Thank you for listening. You're listening to Medicine Remix. Support for today's Medicine Remix show comes from Once a Day Gridolin. Helps renew feelings of interest, practice, purpose, and hope in your life so you can stop being a whiny little bitch in no time. Do you cause yourself and others pain every time you complain? Do you feel of no use with every single excuse? If so, you might want to ask your doctor about Gritalin, the only long-lasting perseverance pill on the market. When life gives you shit again, just pop another Gritalin. Now, back to the resilience of Medicine Remixed. What's really good, Medicine Remix Hood? It's your boy, Reesh. It's your favorite medical podcast, Medicine Remix. And today's episode is another installment of No Shit, where we talk about surprisingly interesting shit from the medical world that made us either literally or figuratively say no shit at the time that we learned it. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, you know that we throw around pharmaceutical drug names from time to time. So it recently got me thinking about how the fuck they come up with some of these trade names for medications and maybe how I could get a job doing it. You know what I mean? Uh, Like, if you've heard any of the fake farm commercials I've been doing on the show for a minute now, I think it's pretty clear that I would probably be fucking amazing at that job. (laughs) Anyway, after doing some research, I found out that coming up with a new prescription drug name is a super long and complicated process that typically costs millions of fucking dollars for just one drug. I mean, I guess that amount of deliberation makes some sense since after all, it's basically the equivalent of coming up with a brand name. So by the time a drug has completed phase one clinical testing in humans, most companies have already been working on developing a brand name. And to do so, drug manufacturers often work with branding agencies that use large databases to help them generate fresh, unique names. Generated names often use linguistic tricks such as plosive letters. P-losive. Never knew that was a thing. But yes, plosive letters are letters like P, T, D, K, Q, and a hard C. You know. <laughs> the cat. That's a hard C. Plosive letters are used to convey powers. Huh. The other major linguistic trick is to use fricative letters. Frickin' laser beam! That's right, fricative letters, which include letters like X, F, S, or Z. The fricative letters imply speed. But the last say over pharmaceutical trade names ultimately rests with the FDA and the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. The FDA prohibits names that imply efficacy or are associated with the intended indication of the medication. For example, Tumor Raider would be a no-no for a cancer drug trade name, but it would make for a hell of a cancer-killing version of the video game Tomb Raider. Am I right? Man, you corny! 
Anyway, as a result of the FDA's naming rules, marketers often look for names that subtly and indirectly convey an idea, you know, like suggesting improved quality of life. But still, the name police at the FDA fully rejects one-third of the hundreds of names proposed every year. So here's a list of five of my favorite prescription drug names that are prescribed relatively commonly, along with a brief explanation of what they do and the origin of where their names came from. Number one, Ambien. Ambien is the brand name for a drug called Zolpidem, which is used as a second-line treatment for insomnia and should typically only be prescribed for less than two weeks, ideally. Listen to the shrink wrap episode called Locked Up Behind Xanax Bars where D goes into detail about a class of drugs known as benzodiazepines, which Ambien is a close cousin of. He also talks about Ambien in that episode and talks about the right way to prescribe it and why it should only be used for less than two weeks. But the name Ambien translates to good morning, as the AM in Ambien refers to morning, as in AM, PM. Oh, okay. And the BN in AMBN refers to good, because BN means good in Spanish. Hold up. So AM plus BN is AMBN, which uses some great marketing tricks to convey the intended effect of the drug, which, of course, is to indirectly give you a good morning. Brilliant. Number two, Lunesta. Lunesta is the brand name for S-Zopiclone, which is in the same class of drugs as Ambien, and so, as you might have guessed, is also prescribed as a sleeping aid. The name derives from the word for moon in Latin, which is Luna, so hence Lunesta. Oh, okay. Not as mind-blowing as Ambien, but uh, it still has a ring to it, don't you think? Yeah. Number three, Vicodin. Vicodin is a strong opioid pain medication that consists of a combination of hydrocodone and acetaminophen, which is, of course, the generic name for Tylenol. The opioid component of Vicodin is hydrocodone, which is approximately six times as potent as another opioid pain medication known as codeine. Therefore, it is thought that the manufacturer named the drug Vicodin based on how much stronger the drug is than its competitor, codeine. But you know, in Roman numerals. You see, the VI in Vicodin corresponds to the number six in Roman numerals. So six in Roman numerals, VI times codeine gives you vicodine, or as we all know it, Vicodin. Oh, okay. Number four, Viagra. Viagra is the brand name for a drug known as sildenafil, which actually originally developed as a blood pressure medication since it was meant to dilate the heart's blood vessels by blocking a particular protein called PDE-5. The drug seemed to work as expected in animal studies. However, during phase one clinical trials in humans during the early 1990s, something kind of weird and unexpected started to happen. Although the drug seemed to be working just fine, curiously, all the men enrolled in the study would turn over onto their stomachs when female nurses came to check on them. As John Lamatina the head of R&D at Pfizer while this research was going on, told Stat News in episode 12 of their Signal podcast. When they went in, they found a lot of the men were lying on their stomachs. And a very observant nurse uh, reported this, uh, saying that uh, the men were embarrassed, they were getting erections. And if she doesn't make that observation, 
Uh, who knows if the PD-5s are ever discovered for use in erectile dysfunction. And another fun fact about Viagra is that the two scientists at Pfizer who were credited with discovering the drug were named Peter Dunn and Albert Wood. That's right, Dunn and Wood, Dunn discovered the most famous boner pill of all time. You can't make this shit up. I guess it was just dick destiny. But anyway, after Pfizer, the pharmaceutical company, realized the erection elixir that it had on its golden hands, they ultimately went with the name Viagra, named for its suggestion of vitality, virility, and vigor, and all of those amazing V words. And because it rhymes with Niagara, signifying force and endurance. It's also theorized that the name was inspired by the Sanskrit word Viagra, which means tiger. Tiger in bed, we see you, Pfizer. We see you. Number five, Ritalin. Ritalin is the brand name for a chemical compound known as methylphenidate, which is a stimulant that works on the catecholamine system in the brain, the two components of which include the neurotransmitters norepinephrine and dopamine. Methylphenidates work by inhibiting the reuptake of both dopamine and norepinephrine by blocking dopamine and norepinephrine transporters, which allows for a higher concentration of those neurotransmitters to exist in the synapses or junctions between two neurons in the brain. And that allows for increased neurotransmission of norepinephrine and dopamine, which leads to increased alertness, Focus. I'm focused, man. And euphoria, which is typical for a stimulant drug like a methylphenidate. This drug class is typically prescribed for ADHD and narcolepsy. The history and naming of Ritalin is super interesting, which is why I left it for the end. Uh. The compound methylphenidate was discovered in Switzerland in 1944 by a scientist named Leandro Panizan, who worked for the Swiss pharmaceutical company Siba. Uh. As legend has it, the Swiss scientist was fucking around with some chemical compounds that were close in structure to amphetamines, which are the active ingredient in drugs like Adderall. Panazan was apparently inspired to create something for his wife, Marguerite, who suffered from low blood pressure and as a result had low energy and began to gain weight. So Panazan wanted to come up with a drug that he thought would make his wife more peppy, inspired to play tennis, which she used to love, and also keep her weight down. Methylphenidate was that magic bullet for this scenario and Panazan's wife started taking the methylphenidate before playing tennis. Panazan therefore named the drug after his wife, Marguerite, whose nickname was Rita, and therefore he called the drug Ritaline, which after Siba put it on the market, they took the E off of Ritaline, and the drug forever became known as Ritalin. No shit. We hope you learned something and enjoyed this episode. You're listening to the one and only Medicine Remake. Do what you want with that information. I encourage you to do your own research. If you have any input for us, we're always happy to hear it. And again, no other place like this, damn it. Should we start marketing this as an online medical school? Reese, you think we can get accreditation for this? Hey, Trump got this stupid Trump University thing going, which folded later because it was terrible and it stole from people.
but I think Medicine Remix should do it the right way. What do you guys think? Anyway, if you haven't done it already, please go to your iTunes right now. You're holding your phone, right? You're staring at it. Go to your iTunes, rate us. Anything less than five stars would be uncivilized and leave a review. You may not know it, but you have no idea how much that helps. It helps us in so many ways. It makes it easier for us to get sponsors. It makes it easier for us to be pushed in terms of different platforms. If we can show that we actually have a following that responds in positive ways to our content. So in order to keep this going, we're asking you for help. So please like, subscribe, share. We got a Facebook page. Just type in Medicine Remix. Go there. It's verified. You'll know it's us. Follow us on Twitter. How are you guys not following us on Twitter? Rude. So rude. Anyway, again, thank you so much for listening. This is Medicine Remix. You're the best. Make way over to iTunes. Give us a review. Love y'all. Peace.